0: This episode of Radio Free Tote Bag is brought to you by Podcast Republic, a podcast client for Android. It's been downloaded over 2 million times, which makes it one of the most popular podcatchers on the platform. You can browse podcasts, audiobooks, and YouTube channels all on one app. It synchronizes across all your Android devices and automatically downloads new episodes so you never miss your favorite shows. Download Podcast Republic from the Google Play Store today. Podcast Republic, a podcast app you can trust.
1: Oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave? Are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Or the land of the toad, and the home of the bear. This is Radio Free Totebag, episode 16, after the week off, and I'm Donovan. And I'm Arthur. And I'm back in America, dude, and I'm happy to be back in my own fucking apartment.
0: Fucking stirring rendition, if I may say so myself.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm coming in hot today. I'm coming in hot. I got energy built up for two weeks. I finally got to sleep in my own bed. I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling amped. Yeah, uh,
0: me too. I'm horny for this one, absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right on right on well hey what what have you been up to on our uh on our unfortunate bye week our first break and uh after a 15 episode kill streak i might add
0: well uh i pulled my back twice <laughs> jesus dude yeah uh it's so fucking embarrassing i was leaned over a table moving an x-wing miniature <laughs> and my back decided that it was time to embarrass the shit out of me
1: is is the miniature made of like lead? Is no. It, is it a hefty? No? no.
0: No. No. It was nothing. It was. It's. It's all positional with my particular uh, 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 lower back muscle situation. So I got. I got the sciatica real good. I got a pillow crammed in my lumbar right now. I'm a. I'm a, I'm still. I'm still here, baby. Can't keep You're me fight,
1: down. Fighting through the pain. That's right. That's what's important? What was? What was the second back pull?
0: Oh, uh, I was looking through my dirty laundry for a pair of shorts to wear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Goddamn, dude. You're living a dangerous life, aren't yeah,
0: you? Yeah, dog. I, ugh, I'm just, you know, I'm out here. I'm out here.
1: Fight, oh, fighting through the pain, fighting through the pain to relieve other people's relationship pain. That, that's called heroism.
0: How was Europe?
1: That was That was good. Uh, we went to, so I went with my dad and all three of my sisters and, uh, went to London for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. We're the middle one studying abroad. So we're over there seeing her.
0: Did you have and any we, fish and chips?
1: <laughs> I, I did, dude. I thought I hated that stuff. This place actually had tartar sauce and the, uh, the chips. The chips weren't the smushy nonsense I, I was accustomed to the past couple of times I went. Oh yeah. And then, uh, we went to Prague for like three or four days. Prague. That's that's one of the coolest cities I've ever been in. It was cheap. I met a bunch of uh, Irish people who uh, apparently there's some kind of program where they like ship them over there to work in Irish bars, like a study abroad <laughs> thing, but like to work in an Irish pub. <laughs> yeah. So there's like this whole, this whole group of them. I, I bombed the smoke off of them, walking home, actually from getting a drink with the dude I met on Reddit. That was my other sociable thing while I was out there. No oh, shit. And uh they're like, "Hang out with us tomorrow." And I was like, "All right, cool." And uh they were they were good people. So, that was that was fun.
0: They got Irish bars all over the fucking world. I am familiar with one in Japan. I haven't been myself, but I've heard stories of an Irish pub called The Hill of Tara in Japan.
1: Why you, why do you know this one?
0: What's uh my ex went there and uh got Guinness drunk. There you go. And had to try to guide uh her group back to the hotel. She <laughs> she took the mom role immediately. But she was fucking hammered too, so apparently it was a struggle. Wish I had more details.
1: Uh, get her on the show. Important question.
0: Yeah. Hey, how'd it go at <laughs> the Hilatara that one time, sixteen years ago?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I sure remember. It, it. It's important. Yeah. I wonder if there's, you know, they fly Irish folks over there too, because they made it sound like some countries do it and some don't. Mm-hmm. But it's like uh, uh, they were talking like at least New York City does this too but I, I didn't quite put together if it was like, does the government do this shit to like <laughs> spread Irishism around around the globe, or was it like these bars brought them over to be authentic? It seemed like a ridiculous situation. it is. I, I, I didn't quite nail it down, but they were cool. You know, there is uh,
0: something magical about about the Irish people. Uh, they definitely have a music to their lives that you oh, can't yeah. not easily replicated.
1: Some some of the weirdest slang I've ever heard too, and we, I hate that I can't break like bring up an example right now. What's the crack probably fellas? What's it? What's the crack fellas? That that sounds about accurate. <laughs> A lot of words like I know the words, but they just mean completely something, something completely different. They're they're tossing them around. Yeah, but uh, my memory probably not so great on account I was drinking with Irish people. So that, I guess that means I was doing it right.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, I have another piece of, of Irish uh, slang. Uh, oh, apparently, apparently this comes from uh, their culture of farming, uh, where one would walk up and ask, how is she cutting? Meaning, like, <laughs> how you doing? Like, how is the wheat coming down?
1: Oh, there you go. Isn't
0: that cool? I like that.
1: Yeah, I gotta start using that.
0: Yeah, how's she cutting?
1: Yeah. Except for it's like... uh you could do that, like in the in the doctor's office when you're like delivering babies and then snip the umbilical cord. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Actually, cutting. Get it? Because they're yep. cutting, yep. cutting the umbilical cord. All right, let's get into some questions. <laughs> How about that? Because you fucking you hate my sick little joke there, huh?
0: <laughs> it's good. It's very good.
1: All right, are you, are you ready yeah. to bring this heat? Or what? Yeah. Fuck. <clears throat> yeah. All you right. can fucking Go all right i'm sitting up on the ledge i'm doing a doing a backflip now uh and now i've landed in question land it's a perfect perfect planted landing here we go i 22m have decided to break up with my amazing girlfriend 19f my girlfriend of one and a half years is an amazing and wonderful woman she is smart beautiful thoughtful charming nice caring and selfless person who just wants the best for me and tries her best During the past few weeks, I realized that I get agitated for no reason when I'm with her, and force myself to visit her or do anything with her. I am not happy in our relationship. While we had our ups and downs, it was an amazing time and made me get to know myself as a person better. I will be leaving the country in three months to attend university, and my girlfriend and I decided to try a long-distance relationship, but now I don't want to have one as I know that I will be breaking up over there, which will only hurt her more. Don't get me wrong, I absolutely love her and want her to be happy, but I am unable to give her what she needs. I want different things in life, and being with her is sadly not one of them anymore. I don't want to drag on our relationship and waste her time, which would just increasingly hurt her, and so I have decided that it would be the best for both of us if we end it while we still can without seriously bad feelings between us. This is my first relationship, and I don't know how to break up with her. I know it will hurt her, and she will be blindsided by it, well, I've tried to distance myself a bit from her as to give her an indication of what is going to happen. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I know it will be inevitable yeah. for her to be mad, sad, angry, slash all the emotions that come with a breakup. The only thing I want to achieve is for her to not feel guilty about it. I don't want her to think that it's something she did or that she is at fault, but she clearly isn't. I am waiting for a good time to tell her, which will most likely be on Sunday as she still has exams this week. Can anyone give me advice on this? I am honestly completely lost. I have read countless articles and advices on how and what to do, but I still have no idea what to do. TLDR, I'm planning to break up with my girlfriend for reasons that have nothing to do with her, as I realize that I am just not the right person for her. <clears throat> oh, boy. Right at the end, too. <laughs> how to break up nicely, and that is posted by Just British Empire.
0: Wow. The British Empire does not have uh, a good track record for amicable amicable breakups. Uh, <laughs> usually it involves a war or an Indian dude not eating.
1: Yeah, dude, you try to break up with her, she's going to throw all your tea into the harbor. So you yeah. better be prepared for that. Yeah, you better
0: strap in. Uh. uh, there There is a phrase that might be of some utility here. Uh, that phrase goes something like, it's not you, it's me.
1: classic yeah
0: you need to you need to lead off with that and then hit her with the I just think you'd be happier with someone else and follow up with a third thing
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd follow up with the the technicalities in this though because if you're leaving the country she's not leaving you're going to university like if if this shit was running smoothly, as we will continue to say about long distance relationships, mm-hmm. it's typically bad news, and it's a ton of stress to put on even the best relationship right so if you're already at a point where you're having issues and feeling unsure about it and you're and you're gonna move uh then end it you're you're making a hundred percent the right decision here absolutely my my little thing I got stuck on though they we were both cracking up at is uh. I'm, like, trying to distance myself and, like, wind it down. Like, don't – I don't think you should yeah, do that. Weird. I think you're, you're just making it weird. She's going to feel bad for, like, a few weeks. You just, just got to rip the Band-Aid off with this stuff. If you're having these feelings and you know you have to do it, uh, you you just got to do it. <laughs>
0: that's absolutely correct. Yeah.
1: And it's not going to be easy, and it's going to be bad, and there's, like, not a good, happy-ending way to go about this. You just – you got to do the – minimize damage, and, and that's ripping the Band-Aid off.
0: Absolutely. Um edit that out. What the fuck <laughs> <laughs> big uh, pause <laughs> I absolutely love her happy to give her what she needs. What do you think she needs that you can't give her?
1: Let me see where you' saying that too i I read that as maybe uh'cause she's being good to him and he's feeling unsure and so he's not he's not reciprocating sufficiently, which sounds like it just comes down to him not being that into it. Ultimately. Yeah. And like, I mean, that, that's it. That's, that's fine. That's, that's what happens.
0: Getting agitated for no reason when I'm with her, force myself to visit her or do anything with her.
1: Yeah, man, it's, that's loss of feelings. And I'm sure the reality of moving sinking in But first, first breakups are always fucking brutal, dude. You have, you have no idea what to do. Uh, typically don't you know at least I didn't. Takes a fucking while to realize like, oh, this I'm supposed to break up in this situation. Yeah you know what I mean? It doesn't just come upon you. What uh what was your first breakup like? Oh let's see. You broken up with somebody?
0: Uh I have broken up with somebody before, yes. Uh my first like real serious one, I was nineteen and I was working at the at the grocery store, and one morning I was stocking ramen noodles or some shit, and I started thinking about Heath Ledger. I was like, <laughs> damn, Heath Ledger is a pretty fucking hot guy. And then I was like, <laughs> hot guys, guys, I want to fuck guys. I knew that. Like, I you know, I've been bisexual for years. I was out to my girlfriend, but I was like, you know, I really ought to, you know, give that a try. I ought to re- have a more serious peen experience than yeah. I have in the past. So, I brought that to her, and she said, "You know, I'm really glad that you're bringing this up before we're forty and have kids um so I encourage you to do that
1: yeah no, no kidding that that's a that's a healthy ass response and way to handle that yeah, how, how old are you
0: i wa I was nineteen she was twenty one or so
1: damn yeah yeah that's that's a mature ass way to do it that's yeah it was, good.
0: it was so big." Uh, and she actually drove me to my first date, which was cause I didn't have a car. <laughs> was, Jesus Christ. Was fucking crazy. Her sister took me out to a gay bar. Like it was, it was a weird family.
1: That is, ah, that's, that's good people though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's like real ass support for somebody.
0: If you're out there, Crystal Lewis, if you stumble upon this, thank you for being a friend, travel down oh. the road and back again.
1: <laughs> Cut that music in there real quick. Uh, good ass times. My my first one was more like this, but possibly worse. I think we dragged that fucker out for a year Oof. before. Uh, I I'm not even sure what the moment I realized what like I have to do this was. Um, but I drove over. Uh, we were kind of talking about how things weren't going well, and I was like, you know what? Like I don't I don't have an answer to this. I think I think this is over. Uh, and we need to end this. And this is out in L.A. I drove home. And uh, I called my buddy on the phone and I was like, I want to drive to the beach and watch the sunset because that seems like some like movie bullshit to do to put a cap on this relationship. Yeah. And it did. And I smoked a cigarette at the beach and I cried a whole lot. Uh, and then I went home. But, you know, rip, I didn't rip that bandaid off till till too late. But yeah, at least, you know, at least ended it finally when, when it needed to be done.
0: <laughs> did you weep for your lost year? Like, oh, yeah.
1: Ah oh, man, it that was as a weird situation. Yeah. It's such a combination of like that. It's been drug out. I'm just like feeling numb at this point, and also like, you know, it's it sucks. It it. You're in a relationship with somebody for like a couple years. Obviously, there's big feelings there. It sucked to be like I put all this time into this. I care about this person. Like, what? Why can this not work out? It, it's fucking bullshit. So it's it's frustrating and bad. Yeah. So. I I feel this dude. But rip that fucking bandaid off. Don't don't uh, don't drag this out especially in a goddamn other country. Yeah. Cuz uh you're going to have a bad time.
0: Yeah. You're going to have a bad time just like that uh South Park guy said you would. Pizza
1: and uh and uh french fries. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nailed it. Okay. We're ready we're
0: Ready to go to this next one?
1: uh we are. Let's let's uh let's hear it.
0: Okay. <clears throat> First time with her while she is drunk or wait until she's sober. Hey, guys. Right now, I, 25, in a (laughs) pre-relationship phase with my future GF, F-24. We both want each other, but it's not official. Dot, dot, dot. This weekend, we both are at different birthdays, and I am the driver. And if I'm done with driving my friends around, I'm driving her home. The chances are pretty good that she wants to have sex, but she'll probably be drunk and it will be our first time in our relationship. Would you use that opportunity and go to the next step or wait for her to be sober? TLDR. Wait until she's sober or have first time sex with her while she's drunk. Both want it in parenthesis. And that was posted by GGJAF.
1: Jesus fucking Christ. My future GF. That's so weird. Pre-relationship phase. Yeah, this is like fucking Tommy Wiseau in the room. A, <laughs> you are you are my future wife. <laughs> like, what? Uh,
0: I I learned a phrase while we were uh, hunting up questions today, and that phrase is F uh, which stands for future sister-in-law. So this guy might have an F sil in this situation. There you go, and
1: then F
0: FGF F twenty-four. Yeah, he's <laughs> it's your f- g- f-
1: I want I want more details on this. Yeah. The the fact that how he's wording this and the parentheses, both wanting it in there twice, mm-hmm. ma- strikes me as creepy and weird. Yeah, what makes and, you take uh, that? Yeah, I don't I don't trust this dude. No, just based this. on those things. Uh, uh, so, uh, so in that case, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I think a pretty hard no for for both of us. Even, uh, you know. Even if he is accurate, and and they're both into each other, he didn't <gasps> mention they've doesn't mention they've kissed. Uh, there's yeah, there's pickle running. Did
0: everyone there. hear that? <laughs>
1: it's a little pickle, dude. She has been chatting up a storm since I've been home, so she's gonna be the uh, she's gonna be the guest on this podcast. She Amazing. just did a big yawn. Now she's trucking back under the desk to keep fucking with the wires. Fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, even if this was going well which he doesn't mention they've kissed, they haven't been, like, on a date. Right. Uh, you know, don't do not do that shit drunk for the first time.
0: Yeah. Especially
1: uh, if uh, he's thinking, like, if you are thinking about it like this, too, that, like, this is a question in your mind, that it might not be necessarily a good thing, then it probably fucking isn't. Like, maybe follow that impulse.
0: Yeah. Follow that impulse to its logical conclusion, which is, uh, drop her off at her house and do not have sex with her
1: and ask her on a date and tell her, tell her that you'd like her and uh, you know, get confirmation that she's actually into it. Maybe, maybe date each other Yeah, uh, before you're trying to bang one out drunk.
0: Right. He's got to edit here and he says, I'm sorry. Drunk was probably the false word. I meant something like not uh, being not allowed to drive to a few beers over that nothing like really drunk. Very eloquent. Yeah, well said.
1: Probably the false word, much like the false word of uh, all prophets besides the one true prophet, uh, Joseph Smith. Um,
0: (laughs) We're a Mormon Mormon cast now.
1: Radio free magic underwear. Uh, Well, okay, that that brings up kind of a greater question here. Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously, hooking up with somebody who's, who is blackout drunk and you know, th- and you're not sure of the situation beforehand, you're not you're not dating, uh, gets into some murky, non-consensual
0: badness. Yeah, always unacceptable if somebody's blacking out.
1: Exactly, but w- there there is a little bit of a fuzzy line there of like you drank a couple beers, and this is getting outside of this dude's stuff with being potentially weird and right. not having mutual interest. But uh, what's your stance on that? Um.
0: Hard to say. Uh, I have definitely been in situations where we were both, uh, drunk enough to not like to where if somebody, I think something, I think it has to do with sobriety coming into that equation. Like if you're both hammered and you just, you're making out with each other and then something happens, uh, it's possible that that was a bad decision on both parts and it can be regretted. Um, as long as nobody is, as long as nobody's being, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? As long as nobody Coerced. is apply- Yeah. As long as nobody's applying coercion, uh, then I think it's okay. Potentially regrettable. I've definitely had some drunk sex, drunk sex with some drunk people that uh was regrettable in the uh, in hindsight
1: but uh no, same
0: you know i don't i don't I think, think there's it, uh, anything inherently wrong with it
1: i think it comes down to kind of a, a gut feeling on it which is a little rough because i think some people are going to have the wrong gut feeling yeah uh but i feel like y- y- you know if you're a clear-headed and the person you're interested in is falling over like there's yeah, a clear cut. Probably, probably shouldn't fucking do that. There's, right. there's clearly a, uh, uh, would, a mismatch of consciousness there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's always. I'm not gonna say up. the line could come before falling over too, because you know, ultimately, drinking clouds your judgment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the easiest way to get around that though is bring that shit up while you're drinking to the best of your abilities. Yeah, like we're drinking like. Is this okay? Yeah, you know, I in the moment I think that's about all you can do. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, so make make sure it's not mismatched. Try to try to get that talk out there rather than just going for something. And uh, I don't know. That's that's such a it's such a cloudy thing, you know. Yeah, when it's not completely clear cut. Uh, I don't know where I was going with it. We got another meow though. I yeah, picked it up. It's fucking
0: got it. uh yeah it's such it's such dangerous territory um you hear stories about people having sex and then people making accusations after the fact um and that's you know it's really unfortunate that there is a widely consumed drug that relieves your inhibitions to the degree that you might have sex with somebody you didn't mean to
1: Exactly, <laughs> it's really
0: unfortunate. It sucks. Uh,
1: yeah, there needs to be like a little off button you could click, mm-hmm. and you get, you get to collect yourself for five minutes and be like, "All right, are we are we doing this?" And yeah, like, okay, and then click it again, and then you can go back to like, ah, fucking. Licking each other's faces and vomiting uh, onto each other's uh, polo shirts.
0: That is That has been, I have always had sex with somebody in a polo shirt while way too drunk. It's always been a polo <laughs> shirt for some reason.
1: Jesus Christ. Get those uh, get those pony, gal- I got nothing for that.
0: Here we go, here we go. Darkroom Double is going to set it straight for all of us. How about asking, how about instead of asking the internet, you ask this girl. Consent, dude. Consent.
1: Bingo. And uh we got a ton of people reitering it, reiterating that, which is uh which is good. But again, this this specific situation, just phrasing this shit and the fact that he's asking this, you know, as opposed to just fucking talking to the girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, is creepy. So talk to her and maybe don't be such a creep.
0: Oh, somebody brings up a very good point here. Why do you think you need to quote use an opportunity to have sex with this woman?
1: <laughs> here we go.
0: Yeah, you could, you know, talk like adults. Hey, I'd love to have sex with you. How about it? Which, I don't know if that phrase is ever going to work. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey. Send that with a couple uh, couple thumbs up emojis and a winky face. Hey,
0: I'd love to have sex with you. How about it? I'm doing that. I'm fucking using
1: that. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll put that in the back pocket too. And uh, let's let's return to this in the next episode and see how that goes. All right, well, don't be a creep talk to this girl. Are we ready for this next one? I think so. All right. Uh, my boyfriend, uh, th- um, 31M. Um, oh, I was shifting says up. Says I, 23F. Um, this is terrible. My boyfriend, <laughs> 31M, says, um, says I, 23F, am being a selfish brat. I have been with him for almost three years now. He loves renting cottages for the weekend and has been planning on booking one this weekend. I decided to bring up that I did not want his dog on the boat while he fishes. The dog has never behaved herself on the boat and barks and tries jumping after the fishing line when he casts it. When he fishes, he casts the line almost every minute and expects me to hold her down and control her. She barks and jumps and rocks the whole boat. I would like to just tan and read a book for once, which I have never been able to do. I offered that he leave the dog at the cottage when we go on the boat, but he refuses. He feels bad for leaving the dog alone, but doesn't care if I am miserable. He is paying for the weekend, but I don't want to go if I have to spend four hours a day on the boat with the dog. I would like to relax and tan. He is now calling me a selfish brat and telling me I should be a team player. Oddly enough, when he plans fishing trips with his friends, the dog at home because she is too much to handle on the boat. Oh my god. Yeah. He told me I can come if I want, but the dog is going on the boat. He said he will control her, which is funny because he can't fish and control her at the same time, nor do I want a boat ride with barking and him telling her to be quiet. I told him that I will stay home. Am I being selfish to ask to relax on the boat instead of dealing with the barking and jumping on a little aluminum motorboat? TLDR, boyfriend, 31M, thanks, I, 23F. I'm a selfish brat for asking. This is the same fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, Posted by throwaway one seven two four two three five one one five. Okay,
0: yeah. Um, you are not being a selfish Brad for not wanting to hold his dog down while he fishes.
1: Yeah, Jesus
0: Christ. Sounds like the especially.
1: Dog... Go ahead. Especially you're you're like accompanying him fishing, which it doesn't sound like she's that into because she no. you know rather uh, relax and, and read a book. Uh, and he's just like I feel like the thought process is. Oh, she, you know, she, she doesn't like fishing, so she, she's just there to manage the dog. Like that—that's fine. What is the dog adding to this fucking equation, man?
0: I just—I just gotta have my dog with me when I'm fishing, even though she fucking sucks at it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Probably scaring the fish away with the uh, with the barks, and with stuff. the barking
0: and the skittering. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the skittering.
0: <laughs> I'm just—I'm imagining how this could go for this guy, and how lovely it could be. To sit out on the boat and fish while your lady sits there, all hot, wearing fucking, like, a bikini, reading a book. And,
1: and you're chilling on a boat. And you're like, chilling
0: on a boat. That sounds fucking delightful.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, making the dog ruin ruin the situation. And it sounds like he he leaves it back uh, when he's out with his buddies. Uh, That's
0: fucked up. Yeah.
1: So definitely not a selfish brat, and this dude's a huge fucking dick for saying that too. Yeah.
0: You he he wouldn't even ask his homeboys to hold the dog down. No.
1: Alright, here here's here's another potential idea. If you have to have the dog out there, like can you can you put the dog on a leash and attach it to like one of the seats? Is that you know what I mean? Is that a possibility?
0: Yeah, put the dog out of range of the line.
1: Yeah. And then uh, you know, low low keep problem solved or like train the dog with some treats and shit you know if, if he doesn't she doesn't bark and do this yeah i don't know
0: she barks and jumps and rocks the whole boat that sounds fucking miserable
1: <laughs> yeah man on a little aluminum motorboat too yeah leave the fucking dog at home leave the dog at the cottage keep keep pushing him on this and if you know if he's not respecting your point of view here then that doesn't reflect well on this guy, and I can't imagine that he, he is behaving well in other aspects of the relationship. Yeah. This uh, this might be air hornable. Oh shit. I missed this. Yeah, there they were. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I think I did. I am I'm, I'm starting to get a tuned ear for the future air horns. I can <laughs> I can hear into the future, dude. This podcast is giving me special abilities. Yeah. Giving us all special abilities. You are not being a selfish brat. Your boyfriend is. It is not your fault he did not train his dog on how to behave while on a boat. Mm-hmm. There you go. Which is a great sentence. By Creepy Babe 6 The uh, OP responds that he wants to use it as an opportunity to train her, uh, but I'm not here to worry about her, and I would also like to have a silent boat ride to study for my exam. Yeah, fuck an opportunity to train her, an opportunity for him to fucking fish... Well, she's training the goddamn dog, but right. she doesn't want to be on the boat. Yeah. Fuck this guy.
0: Straight up. Yeah. It's not your fault he did not train his dog how to behave on a boat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is an absurd situation, man. It is. Yeah. It, fuck. I want to be in a relationship where I have boat problems. Dog boat problems. <laughs> dog boat problems. Uh,
0: Yeah, fish next to your hot girlfriend- uh, while she's wearing tanning clothing, which is not much clothing, that just uh, that sounds perfect. I would love that. That's that's a good ass time.
1: Huh? Here's somebody else pointed out. No, you're not being selfish, but your boyfriend would like you to believe that. Yeah, I think I think that's a good read on it. This is like a low key gaslighting situation. Mm-hmm. Like if you're calling somebody's super rational behavior here and like devolving into insults and refusing to t- entertain the idea, uh. That's real bad. That's uh that's not a fucking good person.
0: Yeah. I don't like the color of that flag. mm, It's looking looking yeah. a little
1: crimson. It's looking spicy. That looks like it's one hot flag. <laughs> so uh maybe maybe look to the shore, see that red flag there on the beach and uh go ahead and dive off, swim back to shore and uh find another nice gentleman uh with a boat and a no dog.
0: Maybe okay. he'll let you tan on it.
1: There you go all right you're not a selfish brat
0: no no you're good you're good uh let's roll out autobots uh mother-in-law wants grandchildren because she has cancer but i f22 don't feel ready hi i need really good advice sorry for any mistakes hello uh My husband, M25, and I, F22, got married this February, been together 1.5 years. Since then, my mother-in-law was really adamant that I get pregnant as fast as possible to the point of talking to me about it once every two days, but for multiple reasons, I am not ready. For example, my husband and I have some marital issues that we need to sort out before we think of bringing a little one into the family. We are going to move to a new apartment in about three months, and there is a lot to do, and I don't... I don't want to get what? I don't want to get out too much personal information, but right now at work is a very busy period, which is stressful and it can be physical as I have to do a lot of heavy lifting. All in all, this is not the best situation. This was fine and we were going to wait, but today we learned that but mother-in-law have cancer and it is not very bright. They estimate 5 years with little percentage. And now I understand why she is so insistent. I really, really want to grant her a grandchild, but the time is really not right. I really don't feel like having a kid just yet, and I don't know what to do, and I don't want to sound egotistical, but it really puts me in a bad position. I don't know what to do. Reddit, please help me. My mother-in-law wants grandchildren because of her cancer, but I'm not ready. And that was posted by throwaway412306.
1: You know what I always say uh, about having kids, Arthur, is uh, regardless of the circumstances, uh, you just got to do that as quickly as possible. (laughs) Yeah, If you're feeling uncomfortable at all, you need to push through that, and you need to just have that kid right away.
0: Absolutely. Bringing life Uh, into this world is the number one priority in all things.
1: Exactly. We need more humans. The faster, the better. Yeah. Christ. 22, dude. Fucking A.
0: But grandmother has cancer.
1: Yeah. Ugh. I... I can understand, you know, being the mother-in-law and and wanting that. I don't think that's that's an unreasonable thing to yeah. want, especially you know you're going through the stress of uh, you know dealing with cancer, but you, you can't fucking push your you can't push your daughter-in-law on this. That's so inconceivably shitty. Like I can't. You're just fucking bugging this person. Uh, you know, you've you've only known since she's been dating your uh, your son. And, and and you're fucking pushing like like you said creating life so that you can have it for a year or two, and then she's got that to you know, your 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 son and your daughter in law have that obviously for for the rest of their fucking life. Like yeah. it's not a uh, it's not a it's not like a gift. You're trying to they can just go pick you up.
0: Right. Yeah. Go get me a kid.
1: Fucking hey eh. Uh. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I'm going to put this as politely as possible. But uh, fuck, fuck this cancerous mother-in-law.
0: <laughs> I don't think that was as politely as possible.
1: Uh, I'm just trying to be diplomatic here, Arthur. Because uh, if we if we get angry at her, we're just stooping down to her level. That's right. <laughs> Christ.
0: On the other hand, uh, you know, she'll never get to. Feel the 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 forced embrace of a grandchild.
1: Yeah, yeah. There we go.
0: Go hug grandma. And, I really don't want uh, to. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jesus, get the uh, get the good old grandma cheek kiss and uh, the the cheek squeeze. Oof. Yeah. Fucking a. Yeah. Again, though, like I I I, I sympathize in the sense that it has got to be fucking horrifying. Yeah. You know. Oh, your yeah? kids are pretty fucking young too. Like your son's twenty five, and it, uh, like I get the I get the stress here. It doesn't make it you know it doesn't make it okay, but uh, but I get that. And she she mentions that too. She understands it. So I think all you can do here is try to get that across to her that you know it's you understand her wanting that. You understand the situation, but that's it, not something you can just do and ultimately it's it's about the kid here and rushing a child uh that's not a good thing to do no 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 no,
0: think about exactly how fucked up this kid could be uh like if they ever found out that like oh well, your grandmother had cancer, so we really you know we really rushed into <laughs> into creating you so that's that's why you're here, Grandma had cancer yeah. there
1: you go, Jesus christ, big big life purpose, yeah.
0: You existed to have your cheek squeezed.
1: Oh, and by the way, like the time you spent with her, you're, you're going to remember none of that. <laughs> <It's a
0: laughs> yeah, <kid>. exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Yeah, we're, we're going to rush you out so you can meet this grandma that you will literally have, have no memory of. Jesus. Except for probably just like a little painful, vague uh, trauma from cheek pinches. Yeah.
0: Speaking of cheek pinch trauma, there is a movement among uh, parents to not force their kids to hug grandma. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I've heard about this. It's basically like they're using it to teach consent. Like they're like, you know, you don't, you don't want to be touched in this way. You don't want to touch this person. You don't have to. And I think that's fucking awesome.
1: No, definitely. I know I had, I had some weird anxiety about that as a kid, just because uh, I don't know. I didn't particularly like touching people. Yeah, I like being hugged. You know?
0: Yeah, heard that. They and smell like, weird, and yeah, I don't want that. Ooh, I'm gonna reveal some ageism here. I get uncomfortable around old people.
1: <laughs> oh no, yeah. How hard. old? Are, how old are we talking?
0: Like to the point where they're not functioning on the level of your typical adult. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Like yeah. as soon as as soon as you need help getting around because of your age, I'm just like, uh... and it's, it's absolutely me. This is a problem that I have. It's nothing wrong with aging. Like everyone's going to do it. um, But it just, it's, 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 it's difficult.
1: No, that's true. Dude. That stresses me out too. Especially with, with your own grandparents hit that age where it's like, if you fall over right now, it could kill you. Like yeah, if you, trip, you just die, <laughs> I'm supposed to like help you into the building, so I'm having an internal panic attack about that. And on top of that, your balance is the worst that it's ever been. <laughs> and if you fuck up with your worst balance, you're fu- you might be dead. That might that might be it. Woof. Yeah. No, I, I I sympathize with that. It it is it is a little anxiety inducing. And then you get the back of your head thought like, that's gonna be me one day. You, <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. it.
0: I think that's where a lot of it comes from, because, I mean, Ugh. I'm already throwing my back out, moving fucking little plastic starships around. Like, I am in for it, for sure. Damn, dude.
1: Yeah. Well, th- probably 15 episodes from now, uh, I'll be holding your hand, walking you into the freshest Big Boy for the breakfast <laughs> buffet, having these same thoughts. And then you'll sympathize a little bit more there, partner.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start to get over it, perhaps. Ugh. No, it's just not fun. great. Not great. Not great.
1: Well, to, to to circle back on this. Yeah, don't don't do this if you're not ready. Explain mm-hmm. to the best of your abilities. But also, even if she gets upset and continues to push it, if you try to talk to her about it, that's you've done your part. You've been a good civil person on that. Mm-hmm. You don't fucking owe her anything. And, uh, yeah, you know, I know it's, it's going to suck dealing with this shit, but uh, maintain that principle. Don't bring a fucking kid because of pressure from your shitty mother-in-law.
0: It is gonna suck, diddly Flanders.
1: <laughs> I was catching up on some Simpsons, dude. They got that. They got that website that's got uh, all the episodes ever. And I was just watching through a bunch of uh, the what season now six, I think. Yeah, there's like an every Simpsons ever site. You can stream any of the episodes. There's like ads and shit, but they're all there. It's pretty great. Simpsons World.
0: Oh my God. Is that what it's I just found my whole day. Fuck
1: yeah, dude! Yeah, no, I didn't know about that shit either. And I'm going back. I watched like uh, Homer Loves Flanders, which has the the great scene where he backs into the bush like the fucking Terminator. Oh and, my uh, god! Uh, what else is in there? Uh, ch- check it out. You can see all, you can see all the old ones, and it's wonderful. Oh that, that's god. our plug. Oh. FXX, please uh, give us a give us some money. Holy
0: shit! Okay, I have to stop because I'm gonna I'm gonna deep dive right now. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch fucking Bleeding Gums Murphy episodes.
1: Fuck yeah! Oh, that, that was the that's the saxophonist dude. Yeah, right? it's like the the Lisa likes. Hell yeah!
0: His um his nephew shows up in a recent episode from the last season, and uh, he tells Lisa that my uncle said that you were the most promising young musician he'd ever met, which honestly was a little bit difficult to hear, but. <laughs>
1: Uh, hold on. I gotta give us a. I gotta take a cut real quick. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I've got like 15 minutes left on my battery. I'm gonna plug the computer in, and uh, we'll return.
0: Okay.
1: And we're back. And uh, our next question here, we're hunting around outside our relationships. This comes from our sex. So get ready to get all steamed up and lubricated. (laughs) We're getting getting greasy we're gonna get gushy gotcha, here we go m how can i be less gross during sex you can't sorry Next question <laughs> great <laughs> see ya nah, sorry not, for not. the clickbaity title but it's kind of a thing so i take decent care of myself i eat well i buy good quality soaps slash shampoos what's up lush damn i shower regularly fuck i even floss However, when I'm in the middle of it with somebody, I start to get super self-aware about a few things. Number one, I sweat. Super fucking easy, regardless of the circumstances. I was jumping around at a Ray Swimmerd concert, and the show had barely started, while my equally jumpy then-girlfriend, and everyone around me, looked pristine while I was drenched heavier than a suburban backyard porch after Dad buys a power washer. That's why. Nice. I'm trying to not sweat, I'm not trying to not sweat, but just go from SeaWorld Splash Zone to a nice spring mist. Good descriptions, my dude. Two, Swamp Ass. I wipe my ass like a devout Jew on birthrate wipes his hands across the wailing wall. <laughs> <laughs> I use all kinds of toilet paper. Cottonelle, three times thick with angel, co- angel Cotton Cloud Buffer Technology. Dude Wipes. One Wipe Charlie. You named it, I've wiped it around on and in, my asshole, in a Hail Mary attempt to get that hot, spicy aroma away from my gooch. <laughs> I'm a caring partner, dammit, and I want my partner to feel comfortable while they FaceTime my Cave Johnson. What? They're treating me well and they deserve to open up my pants to a spinnam spiked peppermint crisp extravaganza, not the ritual sacrifices of leftover Indian street food. I don't even eat Indian all that often for this exact reason. Number three, getting ass gives me gas. I don't even know what the fuck this is all about. I can go all throughout my day, gas-free, empty tank, the only air in my body, coming from contented sighs of not having dealt with nauseous plant-based rage wind billowing from the depths below. Doesn't matter what I've eaten that day. Doesn't matter if I've had nothing to eat or drink the entire day. Don't you kink shame me. The second my one eye guy wakes up, my body treats it like an intestinal bike pump, not stopping until my digestive tract balloons up like Violet from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And he's included a little image of Violet uh, blown up from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We'll
0: post uh, a link to that with the episode description.
1: As much as I agree that there are a lot of awkward bodily functions that are perfectly normal ha- during sex, I hate having to have to run to the bathroom at one point and nearly every session in order to applaud my partner with trumpeting gastrointestinal fanfare. Our sex I'm coming to you in a time of weakness. In a few days, I'm seeing an old FWB2 activities, and I'm one stop short of glowing some Gluing some half-licked listerine, cool mint breath strips to my taint. Got any advice? And I was posted by the guy on the forum. Well,
0: Whew, I am fucking out of breath. <laughs> wow, this guy's quite the writer for one.
1: That was some. That uh, is some serious imagery.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm just flooded with, uh, <laughs> with, <laughs> with, uh, with the mind movies that this has created for me
1: trumpeting gastrointestinal fanfare (laughs) cinnamon
0: spiked peppermint Christmas extravaganza that sounds really pleasant actually it does
1: I'm gonna fuck this guy yeah (laughs) once we once we fix this problem okay well let's take this sucker point by point number one I sweat
0: start with the sweat uh you gotta try to fuck in a meat locker if you can like somewhere refrigerated there you go uh I mean, it seems that that's still going to be an issue for you. Um, I gotta say I am a sweater, uh, when it gets to sexy time, any position where you're like close to each other, like bottle, like, you know, body to body contact. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just, it's you're I'm sorry. It's the splash zone. You're going to get wet. That's, there's just <laughs> nothing to be done about that.
1: Um, I'm the exact same way. I'm just fucking sweat like crazy. Pretty much no matter what. Yeah. Uh, the the absolute worst is you're doing missionary and you're on top and mm-hmm. a bead of sweat. You can feel it slowly moving down your face and then drops right into her eyeball. Whoop. Yeah. That's oh God, that's a that's a bad feel.
0: That I'm, salty I'm sure. treat <laughs> that salty treat is a preamble of things to come. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh I've brought this up though, because I was super self conscious about this, uh, especially, you know, when I was younger. Uh, but I don't know. But in my experience, I don't. It hasn't really bothered anybody that much. Some girls have actually been like, "I'm actually, I'm actually into that. It's like intense." Yeah. Which uh, that's nice and reassuring. Uh, and then I, I don't know. I also, I'm gonna crank my AC down if I'm at my place a little bit. Yeah. So that, uh, so that's not that bad. Uh, and then maybe kind of. If you feel that sweat beat coming, maybe maybe move your head to the side a little bit so you don't you know you don't get him right in the eyeball.
0: Yeah, uh, have a fan on you. Oh, there you go. Because yeah. not not only is that cooling, it also uh, encourages uh, the sweat to evaporate away. I think. Bingo.
1: Yeah, but you're not going to solve this completely. You can do as you know as best as you can. If you think it's bugging your partner, bring it up. But I think in general, you're you're fine. Yeah. All right, number two, swamp ass.
0: <laughs> I wipe my ass like a devout Jew on birthright, wipes his hand across the way. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, uh, two two things, because I, I also get this. This is actually me who wrote this. Uh, two things. Number one, get a bidet. Ooh. Get a fucking bidet. Yeah, you were who described this to me like wiping just trying to clean your ass properly with like a, a wet or not wet, just like a dry piece of toilet paper. It's like, it's like trying to get peanut butter out of a shag carpet, you know, with just like your hand, <laughs> you're just, you're just going to mush it around. dude. <laughs> you're going to pick some of that up, but that's, it's not enough. You're you got to get resident. that bidet. You got to pressure, wash that shit right the hell out of there. And, uh, You'll be better for it, too. You're going to save money on toilet paper. You're going to be super clean. You know, if you're down to get to a little uh, butt lick and good time, uh, your partner's going to appreciate it. And uh, you're definitely not going to have any leftover surprises down there.
0: If you ever got shit on your body anywhere other than your butthole, you would not simply use a dry piece of paper to clean that off.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, oh, damn. I haven't thought of that. Yeah, very, very true. Yeah, break break out that dad's power washer he was talking about. <laughs> number number two on this one, get either Gold Bond or Body Glide or something similar, and just get a little you know a nice little powdering or uh, the Body Glide is like a little deodorant stick you just kind of wipe around. And, wow. uh Yeah, that's not so much for like the chit problem, but that is for like your sweating and then your butt, and it's it's miserable. That yeah. those two things will make your life infinitely better. I know firsthand. Wow. Uh, you got any swamp ass advice, or should we? Get to uh, three?
0: I, I mean, the one wipe Charlie's, I think, and and also just I you uh, what am, why can't I speak today? I don't know what's happening. I'm just stumbling all over myself. Um, our fr- yeah, our friend Betsy said to me after I uh, I lowered my butt onto her face one time. Uh, oh boy, in it, <laughs> sorry. Sorry about the about the graphic imagery there, Betts. but um, she said you boys do not know how to wash at all. You gotta you gotta get in there. Uh, oftentimes, uh, I am told that men do not get. You gotta get in there. You gotta touch. You gotta touch the anus.
1: Yeah, you gotta get that dirty digit going.
0: That's right. You gotta drag your finger through mud valley while you're while you're washing your situation. So uh,
1: yeah. Get get that bidet, I'm telling you. I'm yeah. telling you. They're like twenty bucks. You just stick it on your toilet. It is life changing.
0: I want a oh god, I want a bidet so bad.
1: Yeah. My like my dream if I ever get fuck you money is to buy one of those like fancy the water is heated and it like air dries your butthole and oh. plays a little song. Oh, oh boy. Literally the dream.
0: Dude, I want that so bad immediately. I had I had fucking spicy wings last night. I want a bidet. <laughs> Whew.
1: Whew. Yeah, f- fixes fixes that spiciness too. All right, number number three, getting ass gives me gas. He says he doesn't know what the fuck this is all about. I, I don't. I don't know either. Yeah, you ever you ever get farts while you're uh, while you're fucking?
0: It's probably just like a nerves thing. I definitely have a nervous stomach. Like if I'm if I'm suffering anxiety, uh, I will get the f- the 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 farts. Oh god, I'm sure that um,
1: makes it. Makes the anxiety so much better too.
0: Oh yeah. Oh god. It's there actually there is something soothing about releasing uh, a nice warm blast. Uh but uh I think maybe Beano, if you're familiar with Bino.
1: Yeah, dude. Get some gas X or something in there. Yeah. To just create like that. a little little pre sex stack where you take some Bino and uh well, I guess it's the only drug you need in this situation. Take, yeah. take Sabina. That's not a bad impulse. Yeah. Also, I mean, if if that happens a ton, I, you can't really laugh that one off so easily. Right. But, uh, you know, talk to your talk to your partner about it. I will say if I've ever farted during sex, it's, it's usually just pretty fucking funny.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. A fart yeah. is never unfunny. Let's, let's gotta you, be honest here. Have you ever farted while,
0: while receiving head? Has that ever happened?
1: I don't think so. I think it's usually been like actually having sex, and the the thrusting pressure there just kind of pops one out. Which uh, is again, you know, passionate situation. Oh, uh, yeah, things are things are good. You're feeling romantic, and then just, yep, yeah. It's always funny.
0: I've definitely pulled people away from. The area. I was like, "You might want to evacuate." And they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Come here,
1: <laughs> get out of there!
0: <laughs> it's gonna blow!"
1: Christ. Well, I I think our experience has uh, has helped this dude out. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm not glad we've all ha- we've had all of these experiences, but it's you know, at least we at least we come from a place of experience. I am. My know. lampshade just fell off my lamp again. Sick. Yeah.
0: Picky had nothing to do with it?
1: Shockingly, no. She's sitting on the bed. She's just looking over at it. And then she looked at me like, what the fuck was that? It's so Hi, strange. Oh, she blinked at me. That's oh. pretty cute. No. All right, well, you want to get out of this gross sex hole and uh, hop on into the friend zone?
0: You mean the friend zone? I do mean the friend zone. I love it. Uh, so we're heading on over the friend, friend zone. It's our weekly Segment where we do a question that does not have to do with relationships or sex. Just, uh, it's just about friends. Uh, so here we go. My two 23F friends keep overstaying their welcome at my 22F apartment every weekend. How do I make them stop? I'm the only friend that lives in a big city. They both still live in our small town about an hour away. I love them and I have a lot of fun with them every time they come up. Even if I can't hang out because I'm at work. They always stay at my house. I made the mistake of letting them know where my spare key is. Now every time I come home from work, they are at my apartment. They get wasted and make a mess and all their shit will be in the living room and the kitchen will have empty food boxes and liquor bottles out. I'm constantly cleaning my house because they continue to leave messes. What threw me over the edge was that my apartment complex recently had a break-in. I'm extra paranoid now and more on top of making sure my doors are locked. We went out last night and they stayed up after I went to bed. This morning I woke up to my balcony screen door wide open. They didn't even bother to close the damn door, it was left open the entire night. I immediately talked to both of them about being more considerate and aware of what they are doing and to please clean up after themselves. One of them responded with, <laughs> which the, the poster's name is BBB BB Battlestar DW. So one of them responded with, name. No one breaks into a house when people are inside. I just about killed her when she said this because it was the dumbest thing I've ever heard and her response in general was so fucking lax and this was serious to me. She was hungover when she said it, but still. Anyway, I came home after a long shift at work thinking they're probably gone by now and I walk into my apartment and all their shit is still here. I washed the dishes this morning and their dirty dishes are now back in the sink. My living room is a mess and I'm fucking done. I love them. And one of them is in an abusive relationship. And that's why I told her where the spare key was so she can come over whenever she got into a fight with her SO, which is all the time. But now they're using that to come over all the time. One of them can be very sensitive. And she's been my BFFF. BFFF. Four F's there, which I'm going to have to <laughs> investigate that. Uh, Since we were six, and I have to be careful with how I approach this because I don't want her to think she's not welcome in my home, but I'm done with them being so inconsiderate and not respecting the rules I've set. How do I tell them they need to stop this and they are overstaying their welcome at times? TLDR, two best friends keep on staying at my apartment and are inconsiderate during their stay. They continue to overstay their welcome and stay even after I talk to them about it. And that was posted by... The aforementioned BB Battlestar
1: DW posted over welcome their stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you tell them? You you got to tell them, dude. You, it's it's your fucking place. Yeah, and they're disrespecting you super fucking hard. And I, I get the impression here that this person is just kind of not the confrontational type. You know, maybe he gets anxious about having to deal with this confrontation. Uh, but they're still doing this because ultimately you're you're letting them do this. Yeah, and. So you gotta move that spare key, and you can even talk about this over text if you don't want to have a big conversation about it. And be like, "I'm letting you guys use my place. You know, I love you guys, but I can't. I can't deal with this mess like constantly. This is stressing me out, and I, you know, on top of my own stuff, I'm, I'm not gonna deal with this. So if you guys want to keep staying over here, you need to clean the stuff up and like give me an actual time frame of when you're gonna stay. It can't just be a whenever it happens sort of things. Fucking lay down those ground rules." And if they still don't respect it, then you hide that spare key, and you don't fucking let them stay there.
0: That's right. This sucks so bad. like a shitty house guest is among the worst things, like F- uh fucking real I've talked about it before. I live a uh a somewhat uh carefree lifestyle in terms of taking care of uh the space that I live in. but when I'm a house guest, I am very considerate and try to you know. Clean up after my fucking self, because you're staying at somebody else's place. They shouldn't have to keep up after you.
1: No, I- I- exactly, man. Because they're doing they're doing you a favor here. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, they're literally saving you a good fucking chunk of change that you would have had to spend in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be in a hotel. Yeah, uh, I, I I feel you as especially as the person whose place this is. I haven't had this experience because my my friends are typically fucking wonderful when they stay over. Uh, and usually somebody's driving in, so it's not like oh, I'm just gonna like be here uh all week, un- mm-hmm. undefined, you know. Yeah. But that stuff, I'm I'm one of the people where I need about half of my time to be me, being alone in my own fucking space, doing my thing, and this would stress me the fuck out. And like, if you're already feeling anxious, and then you got this shit on top of it, like. I understand it's fucking difficult to confront people. Like you're dealing with a bunch of other stuff. This is this is the last thing that you you want to be worrying about. And that's got to be super frustrating. Yeah. Fuck but it. you have to you have to push through that and you have to fucking set down the ground rules and ban them if they don't follow them.
0: Yeah. Give them the fucking ban hammer.
1: Boom. The, the boot hammer. It's uh, like a hammer with a boot on top. Mhm
0: mhm 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 anise marie says dude the spare key has got to go not for your friends but for your safety with the break ins keep it with someone trusty or in a local accessible safety deposit box hiding your spare key under the plant pot is like screaming hey addicts or bored hooligans other houses have a minor barrier to entry but mine has none
1: (laughs) nah that's that's also a good that's also a good impulse, or you get one, like one of those little boxes with a combination lock or something you could put next to your door, and that yeah. thing. Yeah,
0: that is the thing. Uh, or this would be kind of funny. You know those like rocks that you hide that have like a have like the spare key in them. There you Just, go. Just like put one in the hallway.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah, I wonder where they're hiding their spare key. Is it under this rock? <laughs> no. All right, that's. Let's X that one off the possibilities <laughs> list.
0: <laughs> Couldn't possibly be under the rock. <laughs>
1: Inside the rock. Yeah. You, gotta look you ever have out. to 86 somebody out of your place like this?
0: Um, I've had two friends of mine stay for a long time. Like they both stayed for multiple months. Like they'd lost their place. So we gave them, you know, eh, fuck it. You can have the, you can have the guest room. Yeah. Um, and both of them happened to be uh, more more considerate of the space than we were ourselves. So, like they were overall, they had a positive impact on the cleanliness of the place. Uh, that's good. Because as I feel like that's before, typically... we were monster people.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's typically how, how good friends uh, are going to be on yeah. account of they're they're good people. I actually just had to uh, turn somebody down who wanted to stay at my place a couple days before Bonnaroo, and I just had to very clearly be like, "I'm I'm not trying to be weird here, but like I'm about to be around people for five days in a row constantly. Like I I need to be alone the couple days beforehand." Yeah, and they were they were cool and understanding about it. Yeah, so I think you just got to be direct about your feelings, even though that's sometimes awkward to to get out.
0: Yeah, direct communication in all things.
1: Boom is. Is fucking key. Yeah. All right, we got we got time for the uh, we got time for this last one.
0: I don't. We just hit sixty five minutes. I think we're good. But,
1: you, know, you don't think we should do it?
0: We could speed round it, or we can save it for All next week. Whatever you want. It's do. a it's a
1: short one. Let's speed round it. Okay. Are you down? run. All right. Extended speed episode. Run. Speed run. Boss. Rush. Dick on strike. Dick on strike. <laughs> so I twenty three m hung out with this girl twenty one f last night. Without getting into the details, I've had my eye on her for a while, and we never had the opportunity to hook up, but last night, the stars aligned, and I found myself back at her place. We start going at it. I go down on her. She goes down on me. It's time for the main event, so I hop up to grab a condom, and by the time I get it on, I've gone soft. I ask for some help, and she goes down on me again. She was very good, but it just wasn't working. Normally, I go from zero to a 100 if a girl looks at me the right way, but for some reason, my dick was simply not cooperating. It was so embarrassing. I owned up to her and told her I was having some issues for some reason. She asked if it was her, and I assured her that it wasn't. I made light of it and said that once I'm alone, I'm going to give my dick a stern talking to. (laughs) This morning, I texted her and said, I'm sorry you missed out on the best two minutes of your life. I'll be sure to make it up to you next (laughs) time. That's pretty good. Overall, I'm afraid I may have ruined my chances with this girl. It was a fluke, but it is what it is. Any tips on how to avoid this in the future, or what to do if it happens again? I was posted by pasted case five five nine Dick on strike. How see you, Arthur?
0: <laughs> of course, there is the pharmaceutical route, um, but I think uh, I think you just don't you just don't worry about it. You just you let it go, you let it uh, be in the past, because this can happen to anyone at any time. Yeah, um,
1: and it, pro- it probably will happen. You know, this is this is super super common. I think has this ever uh, happened to you. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Wow. You, usually for me, though, it's like alcohol involved uh, or like yep. just being extremely fucking burnt out. Yep. And uh, again, I, th- I think this comes up with a lot of questions, but like y- you explain this to her. Uh, if she's not OK with it, then like probably not the person for you. That's uh, yeah. Chances are she's going to be understanding and fine. But, you know, if she's not, do you, do you really want to have sex with this person?
0: True. Yeah, straight the up. Answer
1: be, the answer may be yes too. Uh, but again, it's just it's not a fucking big deal.
0: Yeah. Nailed it.
1: Fucking bingo, dude. Speed round, high five, dick on strike.
0: I wanna tell you all that our intro music is a song hanging on by the band Nowhere, and that you can find their music at Noer music
1: and our outro music is the song Stephanie by the band The hey Fellows. You can find it at thehayfellows.com, instagram.com slash thehayfellows, or just look up The Hayfellows on Spotify, stream some of their music, they kick ass.
0: They sure do. Uh, I want to mention, we haven't talked about this uh, probably since episode one, but this is still on offer. If you donate $10 to our Patreon, you can send a JPEG of anything you want to our good friend Donovan, and he will frame it and put it on his fucking wall.
1: Right above my computer, right in my bedroom. It could be anything that's not illegal, and I'll toss it up there, and I'll be sure to report back on the story how that has affected my life, Uh, which hopefully (laughs) it will not be in a bad way because hopefully you're a nice person.
0: Hopefully you're a nice person. Or you're uh, like me and would absolutely send Goatee. Ugh, Evil. so beautiful.
1: Fucking evil. Hey, what, what's that, what's that picture? You have like a mural or like a, a bunch of pictures of friends up there. Oh, who do you, who do you got up? Uh, 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 oh, what's, what's that uh, one? I, I think I need to go home. <laughs> this situation could erections. play out. This situation could play out. You could ruin my future erections. If you support us on Patreon, uh, just look up radio free topic on there. I, I haven't really fucked with it since episode one, but, uh, you know? anybody who wants to do that, we'll we'll update it and we'll start posting pictures of whatever goes up on my wall.
0: And we're gonna we're gonna come up with some uh more fun promotions to give you opportunities to give us your money uh if you enjoy the show. Boom. So uh with that being said, uh, I think this has been your radio free tote bag, and we've been so very glad to have you with us. And uh my name's Arthur.
1: And my name's Donovan.
0: And uh we hope to see you again soon. Love you, bye. Mwah.
1: Dick on strike. Dick on (laughs) strike.